Hello and welcome to another episode of This Particular Album is Very, Very Important to Me. I'm Joel Spence. And I'm Deborah Tarika, and this is the podcast where we ask people we love to pick an album that is very, very important to them, and here they share their memories. Great and not so great. And emotional connections. Great and not so great. And we all get to listen to it through their ears. Yes, we do. I did that one without taking a breath in the middle. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I can't keep track. Uh, How many times have I breathed? I don't know. Me neither. No, uh, when I listen back, I'll report to you. Okay, thank you. Um, not to timestamp this, but uh, how do you? Um, <laughs> Hashtag Dem. <laughs> how do you, you see Biden's gaffe last night? <laughs> Can we get into it? Biden, <laughs> it is of the moment. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, all right, screw it. Let's just get into. Uh, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to add, it was kind of a joke thing. I was like, how do you feel about the current weather in this current season oh. at this time of year? It is. I'm definitely <laughs> feeling weather. Good. Yes, it is a lot. You walk out and you feel it. Oh, it is there. God. And it is like, we are in LA, no doubt. No yes. doubt. That oh. is clear. Yeah. <laughs> so what particular song is very, very important to you? Okay. So I heavily debated about doing this song because it's so deeply personal um, and so it's not even personal because the memory isn't, it's not even a memory. It's uh, the song is I Will by the Beatles. And this is the song that Alex and I sing to May every night when we put her to bed. Um, and it's so our family and it's so um, emotional and private. Private isn't even the right word, but I, you know, like this, this, that's the whole point of this is to like be able to share stuff and mm-hmm. like, who cares if people know it? It doesn't take yeah. anything away or, and it's not like the whole world is going to sing with us. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, maybe that'd be kind of cool. Love you forever and forever. Love you with all yeah. And it's so funny. Cause when we had Lennon on the podcast in the first season, she had mentioned that she sings this to, um, they sing this to their kids at night. This is something when we first rescued our dog, Scout, who is now like a much chiller dog, we would sing this to her when we were trying to get her to calm down too, because she was, and this is long before May. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's a really important song in, in my so family. Do you guys like this song? I love this song. It's stunning. Cause it's not like it's a rare cut. Like I bet there's a lot of parents that it's, a, it's just a simple, beautiful lullaby. Yeah. Do you guys have uh, like a, we've talked about that? Because Sweet Baby James. Sweet Baby James. About. My mom would sing that to me when I was a kid. Oh wow. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And That's sh- so she told me that, and I was like, oh yeah. Like I. You remembered it. Yeah. 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 So great. Yeah. I mean, I uh, so I grew up in a in a house without music. <laughs> <laughs> but I really did. <laughs> but I really did like music was not a thing yeah. in my house. Yeah. And it wasn't on, it wasn't people didn't sing. It, it just wasn't really a thing, and I remember when my my mom, my sister expressed an interest in, in music, and my mom was like, "I'm going to buy some CDs," and we were all like, what? <laughs> "Certificate of deposits." Yeah. And my my sister Lauren would always get CDs for every holiday and like for every birthday, she was always getting CDs, and. My parents, I think, knew so little about music that they were just like, here's music. Yeah. You know, here's a, a compact disc. <laughs> Nothing to play like, it on, but no just like. curation. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I also, like, I think about my parents, and they they were a little bit older. And so, like, they listened to Elvis, and yeah. my other friend's parents listened to the Beatles. And those were two very different yeah. worldviews. Yeah, that's People, true. Uh, yeah. you know, that's, that, that's a completely different. different person. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the Elvis people, like my parents, just experienced music. Like, oh, that's that's something over there that people like and that uh-huh. I've heard. But it's not, um, I don't know. It never felt like it meant the world to them. Yeah. yeah so I yeah. didn't grow up with that or yeah. people singing necessarily. I mean, my, grand, my grandfather um, 
used to sing like the old Irish song. Yeah. So I remember yeah. that. And there was, there's this Irish singer, Frank Patterson that used to like perform in our town and we would go see him, but That's it wasn't cool. like music was on. It wasn't right. like people were singing songs. Yeah. So your mom would just talk to you to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a quick dissertation. <laughs> there just wasn't, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I yeah. hope someone sang me this. Sleep. I'm sure they did. I think yeah. it's just, you just do. You just do. And I, cause yeah. I used to stress about that with before May was born. I was like, what? songs do I know and I yeah. used to like think about it a lot and now I'm like oh we just make up songs it doesn't yes. even matter it's like whatever yeah. song I'm thinking of yes. it, a lot of the time it's Indigo Girls but it's you don't know you, we know so few all the words yes. to every to song <laughs> yes. you know that yeah. it's just like yeah. the song that's been really important to my kids right, right now in this current moment is Boogie in Your Butt oh okay. yeah the Annie Murphy song. Okay. So that's been really <laughs> they're really obsessed with like butts and like yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's that's the age it's I feel just like, like where they're it's, it's loving still butts and, and poop and mm-hmm. and diapers and like they just think it's hilarious. Do you guys try and shut that down or do you laugh? Like what's your Our take on it is we just welcome it yeah. with open <laughs> arms. Yeah. yeah. That feels like a, Yeah. yeah I mean right. it is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I honestly I'd I think be the about that. So <laughs> <laughs> like, it is naughty. pretty funny. Yeah. We still think I think butts and parts are so funny I mean so our youngest when people will ask his name he will say straight up poo poo <laughs> yeah. like a, as a challenge it's <laughs> like and <laughs> dare you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what's your song Joel well I picked uh, a Prince song because Prince <gasps> loved Joni Mitchell so ah. much and I I recently started listening to Purple Rain again and there's that's such an incredible record and I always forget about this song Take Me With You you guys know? Once it gets in. How long do we have to wait? 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so this was sort of like a like a singing duet between him and Apollonia. Oh. Um, and it's early in the movie. It's when they're driving around on the motorcycle. And I just love this song. I think I do you guys are you, do you guys like Prince? I do like yeah. Prince. Yeah. I think I love just how vulnerable he writes like along with his sort of um sort of swagger. Yeah. Like he's got these songs that anybody can cover. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being really, um, I love Prince, and I remember the moment where I realized how short he is. (laughs) (laughs) And seeing a photo, and there was some sort of context clues, like he was standing next to like a telephone booth or something that was like, oh, I I clearly know how tall, how big that thing is. Next to a water bottle. (laughs) (laughs) And I was... Stunned. Yeah, yeah. I because he stunned. he feels pretty larger than life. Larger than yeah. life, yeah. And he's singing with this energy that's like, I just didn't know you yeah. were you could possibly be a, a, a tyke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would put him at five. What are we get? What are we thinking? Two? No, oh. Deborah. <laughs> Five, 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 maybe. Yeah. I think five, four to yeah. five, five. In yeah. heels, and then he's up an inch. Right. His boot heels <laughs> that he wears yeah. sometimes. Yeah. But it's a, what I, I do think it's so cool. It makes no difference, like because he is just it makes a little bit of difference. <laughs> <laughs> Take me with you. 
interesting because I remember when he died and then someone else died right right around who was it? It was Prince. It was like a series of David Bowie. Prince. Oh, it was Bowie. Bowie. It was Bowie. Okay. So yeah. he died and then Bowie died I think very soon after. But I remember someone saying on Twitter all of the aliens are leaving the earth. Oh. This is a really bad sign. <laughs> and it was sort of before <laughs> <laughs> the world like collapsed into madness. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. And yeah. I do look at that time like why we lost Bowie and Prince. It like was, yeah. what did they know something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. I did what I could for y'all and yeah. I'm I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so things are about to get really weird and imagine if those are the only two aliens though. There's got to be but more. Doesn't it feel like those two are aliens? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I I waited tables in New York for uh, quite some time, and I waited on David Bowie a number of times. And on my birthday, he found out it was my birthday and sang to me. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Yeah. Wow. I know. Truly, wow. I know. That's really incredible. I know. Wow. What did he yeah. sing? Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> It was something called, he sang, get off this, my foot. <laughs> so You're standing on my foot. in the Puck building in, in uh, Soho, New York, and I worked at this bar called Puck Fair. And he wouldn't, would never come at night, but there was a brunch shift that I always, like if you wanted to work the, the really good shifts where you could walk away mm-hmm. with like $700 Oof. in cash in a night, wow. it was crazy. I was making money just like hand over fist. It was insane. Not to timestamp because inflation goes all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> So, but in words. order to work, in order to get those like prime, that prime real estate at the bar, you had to work one or two brunch shifts and daytime shifts. And so David Bowie would come in because nobody ever came in yeah. and he would come in and eat like bangers and mash. Whoa. So British. <laughs> He's just really, so it was British. an Irish really bar yeah. and then like pudding, you know, that oh, terrible black pudding, yeah. whatever the hell that is. What is that? Blood. It's, blood. Or it's yeah, it's like yeah. ox blood or it's, mm-hmm. it's so terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he never tipped, but <gasps> what? I'm sorry to report that, that alien needed to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but he was also, Oops. You got some things to do? <laughs> yep. Ooh, <laughs> didn't get the part. <laughs> he was also, you know, European. And yeah. Yeah. I feel like sometimes what happens to those really big celebs is like nobody is checking them. Yeah. 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 But don't make excuses. That's I'm fucked sorry. Up. That's I was just happy up. to have him. Yeah. yeah. I really was. And he sang, so that's a and that's he a big sang tip. Happy birthday to that's me. That's priceless. That's nice. pretty it cool. Was. Wow. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back with the main event. Hello, listeners. Thanks once again for tuning in. If you're digging this podcast, please, please, please go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review. Deborah and I love doing this show, and good reviews help us continue to bring fun guests and great albums to you. Special thanks to those of you who already have rated and reviewed. You know who you are, we know who you are, and we're looking forward to reading some new ones. And now, back to the program. Our guest, June Diane Raphael, is an actress, author, writer, and podcaster hailing from Rockville Center, New York. She appeared in a sketch with me. <laughs> Do you remember I that? I was right just trying to remember to that. Tim Sicardo wrote this sketch where we were on a date at a house. I remember this. I don't remember and the what game. what happened? Uh, I don't remember. But I remember we were you in know, his apartment, and I have that's such a memory. For you. <laughs> God, that's weird. I, just, I just feel like I have other credits. <laughs> yeah, but that's um, why you anyway, were on uh, Sentimental Lady, original <laughs> member of Sentimental Lady. I do, Joel. Have such a memory. I don't. You're not going to remember this at all. Oh. But for whatever reason, I have the clearest memory of doing a scene with you in Casey's apartment, the apartment <laughs> that was on Coanga uh-huh. that had like a giant green wall, yes. and um, doing a scene with you in which like you were staying over for the night or something and you like woke up in the morning and I put a kimono on you or you were wearing a kimono <laughs> do you remember this it's I like think stuck that just <laughs> it just stuck with that me is that so you have funny. no memory of this why would you that's funny I do I do remember you we took 101 together I think yeah. and later on you told me that 
I did an exercise <laughs> where it was like some sort of physical space exercise, and you thought I was too much. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, it was overdone. <laughs> it was something about I was on the we were it was like we're at a beach and we're trying to create this beach tableau yeah. and I was pretending to try to get out of the way of the waves that I because I didn't want my feet to get wet. Seems like and you great. told me later you were like you were a bit. <laughs> I hope it was just right after that class and you like didn't know each other that well. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it was years later and I, I thought that you were right. <laughs> Also, were, that opens the door I that I can now tell Joel when he's a bit too much. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, moving on to other credits. Uh, she can be heard on the podcast, How Did This Get Made? And is best known for her role as Brianna Hansen on Grace and Frankie on Netflix. Most recently, she co-wrote a book called Represent, The Woman's Guide to Running for Office and Changing the World. June, Diane, Raphael, thank, thank you so you much so for much joining for us. Thank you so much for that lovely introduction. Yeah. I wrote that in my sleep this morning. Wow. Joel texted me, because uh, I always do it way before, and I just forgot. I just forgot, and then I uh, a little hurtful. Was still sleeping. No, it should be. It should be. It was a slight landing. Yeah, insulted that she didn't write your bio. (laughs) But I would say for sleep writing a bio, Mm. that was really yeah. I feel like you hit the key points. Thank you. The key points. June Diane. Yes, Joel. (laughs) What particular album is very very important to you? So this came to me very quickly when I got your email, Deborah. you seem to do a lot of the admin on the podcast and Joel seems to do a lot of the technical work. So I I'm seeing the difference. On. Yeah. I'm seeing the different strengths yeah. and, we- and weaknesses. Yes. Look Thank right you. Thank you. I need and to, I'll I need direct eye, yes. eye contact with I both of this. you when I say that. Yeah. Yes. So this, this was like immediately the album I thought of. And I know I said, I grew up in a house without music, but <laughs> I really didn't know. The the reason why this was important was because it was the first album I heard where I felt, I was like, oh, there's good music and there's not good music. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's, I, I heard the difference and yeah. And I, it did something to me because before I heard this album, which wasn't until I, I want to, I want to say I was in 10th grade in high school when I first heard this. That's kind of a perfect time to hear it for the first time, honestly. For sure. Yeah. And this inspired a whole series of events in my life. And I, because before this, I guess I was listening to like New Kids on the Block. I mean, I don't know what I was listening to or whatever was available on the radio or maybe like, I guess maybe I was listening to REM. I don't, I don't know, but it was when I first realized like you could listen to something that wasn't pop music being made right now and it, you could really connect to it. Yeah. Something that could actually like make your heart feel something yes. versus just like make your body move. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, my story about when I first heard it is deeply painful, but I'll share it anyway. By the way, listeners, we will never mention this album that we're talking about. <laughs> Oh my god, have I not said it? <laughs> I just I just realized it. <laughs> For forty five you know minutes. It's, oh in, my god. it's into intuited. Intu- if people should know, uh, in, it's a uh, feels implied. like there's an extra implied. ED implied. in there. It's intuited. Yeah. <laughs> it's intuited. Um, I'm sorry. No, so no, no. The, it's not your. <laughs> no, the album is Joni Mitchell's Blue. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And mm-hmm. the first time I heard it was at I was in dr- the drama club at my high school and we would have these formals that were around right after we did the show there was a fall show and spring show and you do this formal and there was a boy who was a senior when I was a sophomore and I was desperately in love I mean to the point where I was like I can't make eye contact with you I can't be around you like I'm uh, it's okay. perfectly on cue <laughs> um, I was beside myself and he was also like a a techie like making the things and he (laughs) wow so okay a couple pieces of context I'm 5'9 I was 5'9 when I was 11 years old I've always been incredibly tall um and even in 10th grade so he had a ladder he was a techie yeah (laughs) even in 10th grade I was like towering over the boys I was just a I was a woman yeah. <laughs> when I was yeah. like 11. <laughs> <laughs> I was a grown ass woman. And 
<laughs> it was troubling because I was like, I'm 11 years old and yeah. I'm a grown lady yeah. and I don't know what to do with myself. And um, also like getting attention from like adult men and just mm-hmm. being so deeply like confused by it. But being, I was so boy crazy, but also they were more interested in like the petite because I could hold them all like babies. <laughs> <laughs> This is explaining my anger toward Prince, by the way. (laughs) So, um, so anyway, so there was, I can't even remember his name, but there was a boy who was a senior and like a tech person and he was like a man. Like he was very tall, very, um, like a bit of like an outsider, smoked pot, and good with a wrench. Yeah, and like not interested in sort of making us all look good, but not needing the credit. And mm-hmm. even then, I was like, "Wow, that's mm-hmm. a better way to be." Yeah. Like, I felt embarrassed to be out there. Yeah, you know, soaking up the sun, but <laughs> <laughs> in sweet charity. <laughs> but <laughs> but um. Anyway, I was obsessed with him, but also unwilling to show him that I liked him, was interested at all, and so was living in my own private, like, prison of uh, obsession. Yeah. Mm. Obsession, obsession, obsession. Were you journaling? Do you, oh, do you have a diary? Everything. Okay. I was like... And we are the same person. Yeah. <laughs> Except I, I was not a woman yet. Okay. <laughs> I, I... But when I say I was a woman, just no physically no, I looked yeah. like a woman, but I was not... Yeah. I was... No, I was three feet tall. <laughs> I was tiny. Okay. <laughs> I was not... Um, I was terrified of... I was terrified. I was like, I... I'm both obsessed with you and I'm so scared of you. So, at the formal, for whatever reason, we all decide. Is this the purpose of the podcast? Yes. Am I sharing this is 100% way too purpose. much? No. Okay. Yeah. No. At the formal, we all stayed over this girl's house. And this guy, whose name escapes me, um, Everybody's like going to bed. Like people are finding their corners and people are like, the older kids are like hooking up in bedrooms and I'm like, I'm going to stay over, Mm -hmm. but I'm terrified. Like there's in in my mind too, I'm a child of the eighties. I'm like, I'm not leaving here without being pregnant. Like I see no other (laughs) option. That's the goal. No, it's not the goal. It's just what I knew to be a reality. Same. Yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. When I was in my 20s, I literally got an AIDS test every week. <laughs> oh my God. I was literally a one parent who was like, I'm back again. Yeah. <laughs> just checking in on my AIDS diagnosis. I was just convinced. Yeah. I, and we my were so parents were very Catholic. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, we were just, I was really prepped for either pregnancy yes. or um, the inevitability of my HIV diagnosis. <laughs> so... I <laughs> <laughs> looming. Lo- oh, looming. It's not. It's like an earth. The big one in LA. It's not if it's one. <laughs> yes. it, it was the same. <laughs> so anyway, I was terrified and and found myself like seeing, watching people peel away. People peel away. Everyone's finding their spots. People are cozying up, and I take a blanket and this guy whatever his name is and again we don't speak to each other like there's no exchange of ideas thoughts conversation but we find a little nook and he plays this album oh my god (gasps) what right that's insane on what what is he god i'm trying to remember no 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 because he was friendly with the girl harmonic we were in (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so anyway, so he played this album. I don't remember. Doesn't a, even matter. I don't know why I asked. Yeah. But I just remember the experience of being next to him and this music playing. And it was mm. a real, like... And you'd never heard it before, I'd right? never... Oh, my God. I had never heard... And I actually prefer like female vocalists who have like lower voices yeah. this is her like the folksy sort of high pitched is actually not my I'm not dr- overall drawn to it yeah. but but I love this album mm. and it's funny because she's still deep though with even with the yes. highs it's not uh, it's yeah yes she goes all over the place yeah absolutely yeah. but um 
but yeah, that there was this night, and ultimately, I was so obsessed with the album, and we played it again and again. Did not speak. Did nothing happen. Did not kiss. Did not do yeah, anything. Somehow you left pregnant. And Gus yes, <laughs> my cool. my I son mean, Gus was of... born. <laughs> no, nothing happened, that... and I was so. But I remember waking up the next morning, and I was like in his like uh, I was like like nestled up, and. It was the best up until that point. It was the very best night of my life, yeah. mm. and still to this day. He had a kimono on somehow. <laughs> it was that's amazing. Great. Yeah, that's so awesome. that was my. That's amazing. And I remember being angry at myself that I didn't because I I rem- I think I pretended to be asleep a number of times out of total terror. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just about to say like I was impressed that you were able to sleep because I had been in those situations where I was like, yeah, I was not I'll never sleep. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, I. You were nested. You I were was. Nest. I was also just like. I was so scared, though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do. Like, know, I know exactly what you mean. I remember just being so terrified, and then also disappointed that nothing happened. Yeah. Like I missed my chance, but. For where I was at that point in my life, like waking up just like basically snuggled yeah. was enough. 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 How rare is it for a, a dude, a high school dude, not a best time for boys, to play a Joni Mitchell a, album? This I, album? I mean, I, it must have been. Who was he? Baller. Again, I don't know him because <laughs> I could never speak to him. Yeah. <laughs> the confidence simply, of this dude to yeah, play that. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And again, would have loved to have gotten to know him. Yeah. That I, cu- I simply couldn't. I mean, I think I remember him asking me a question, and I was like, "Yeah, I just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you want water? I can't with you. <laughs> yeah, just like I'm a mute. Like I don't. So I know other people speak. I don't. With him after. That was it, Joel. Nothing happened mm. with him after. That was just like a night, and then I, you know. Yeah, that was it, and then he graduated. Because that was, I think, actually the end of the year. That was it. Wow. And so did you immediately get this album, or did you... uh, Yes, yes. I remember going to... We had a a record store in town, and... uh, He must have played a CD. And, And I remember getting it, I think, that weekend. Whose house was this? This was a girl who was also a senior who he was friendly with, and we were just there. Mm. I feel like that just happened. I don't know. Like I don't know how my parents let me stay over. That's my yeah. parents. I think I must have told them I was at someone else's house. Yeah. Yeah. My parents were very good about that. We weren't. They weren't strict by any means, but I definitely like had a curfew. Like they were yeah. conscientious, good parents that like kept an eye on me, and they would let me sleep over at boys' houses wow. in high school. So, because I was honest and I said there's gonna be drinking and stuff, and so that way I never got in a car, and it was it was actually yeah. like very cool wow. of them to let that not like boyfriends' houses, mm-hmm. but like Boy it friends. was a bunch of us hanging out, mm-hmm. like partying a little bit, and um, so they would do that, and it, it avoided me having to lie too much, and then uh, it it worked because all the bad stuff I did was never at those things right like that was like just after school one day or whatever like there was no parents can't control that at a certain point and so I thought it was like actually very cool of them to let the group sleepovers happen and and trust me and I was okay and I didn't get I think there's only like a few times where I was like why did I get in the car with that kid you know like everybody has that in high school but it saved a lot of careless things or me getting behind the wheel and making with bad judgment and stuff because but I, I still can't believe it because it's actually very out of their character in that way. Yeah. But like, mom, I know she listens. <laughs> that, I thought that was like a super cool thing yeah. for them to do. and Trust. Trust. I mean, I remember coming, my, my parents were not that trusting yeah. at all. And, but I also had two older sisters who, you know, I don't know, they, they sort of ruined things for me because I didn't have that trust and I I remember coming home one night when I think I was in my junior year of high school and I had had a a 40 and (laughs) I came home with my friend Caitlin Lloyd 
and I tried to run right past my parents because they were watching TV and I just ran, ran up to the bedroom. <laughs> and I hear my mom say, I hear from upstairs, my mom go, John, she's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> And then the next morning, I was lectured about the history of alcoholism in my yeah. family. <laughs> oh, I, I've never, I don't think I've ever mentioned this before, but at some point in middle school, they, my parents, particularly my mom, dangled something in front of my brother and I, like tickets to a f- football game or something like that. If you wrote a report <laughs> on marijuana. <laughs> And it came from... A report? Yeah, like a... Yeah, a report. There's no other way to, to, to you know, investigate the history oh of it, the legality of it. And it was, yeah. I could tell it was their attempt to try to head off something at the pass. Yeah, for uh, sure. But also at least provide... Th- I, they, were, they had smoked pot, and we found that out later. But <laughs> they, I think they were just trying to be the most progressive yeah. parents, yeah. smart. They could be. But I think we phoned that report in, yeah. um, did enough that they were like, all right, you've done it. You've done a marijuana report. And we went to whatever it was. <laughs> I think... Maybe I've said this before. I can't remember. This is, this is the other end of my parents where uh, we took a road trip a California road trip when I was a kid uh, and we had to we were going to national parks and we each had to write a report oh, yeah. on the parks we were going to so I wrote one on Bryson Zion yeah. I, one of my siblings must have done it on Grand Canyon and something you know yeah. and uh, it's so annoying because as an adult not even as a parent but as an adult now I'm like that's actually cool because then you actually know where you're going as a kid it was like the lamest I mean Torture. it's so dumb and we did it that's the only time they ever made us do that but it was like school really? sucks and then to do yeah. school again I like, know. Oh, your VKs yeah um, so was there, I mean, th- this is not uncommon at all to ha- be into an album that was uh, not of your time. Did you f- feel that when you were listening to this album or was it just didn't matter at all? It, I, it, yes, I knew it was not of this time. Well, I actually think I found out going to the record store that it was not of this time. Uh, but <laughs> oh, when the 70s section. <laughs> yes, <way> yes. <laughs> but here's what it opened up for me. Like I remember listening to this my mind exploding and then um very soon after my sister was going to school upstate new york and ani defranco was really yes. big in buffalo i was waiting for this like, yeah. i was waiting for this in buffalo and like upstate new york and she and my sister had these tapes cassette tapes and right around this time she came home and played one of those tapes and i was like huh mm-hmm. So then it was like Ani DeFranco. So so it was a natural progression from yeah. like Joni Mitchell to Ani DeFranco to Tori Amos to like Fiona Apple, to Kate Bush, like all like that yeah. whole yeah, um, singer songwriter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where I was like, oh, I I'm feeling something, and they were also for me a part of a, like a feminist awakening where yeah. I was like, oh. I'm I'm now understanding these feelings and this discomfort in the world and when I talk about like you know being 11 and being catcalled I mean I have an insane body obviously everybody knows that and I I did at 11 11 years old too listeners use your imagination (laughs) you can only imagine so so I I knew those things were wrong and I didn't really have like I didn't have anyone to really talk to about it um and so those women, and like Tori most especially, because I also grew up in a very Catholic household, yeah. I really related to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Could you imagine for Joni herself, the sh- patronizing comments she must have weathered her whole, I mean, the amount of like... For a chick, she's good, you know, all yeah. that. Oh, st- God. Or what she had to go through to get to even being, <laughs> yeah. this, like, the... Imagine how many, and I think about this of like people of color too, like just never made it through because of that. Like, and it's so acting wise, all of that of like what we missed out on. The lost talent. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're just like, you're not a straight I know. And that's what sort of makes me upset about. (laughs) That's what makes me upset about Louis C.K. and all of these. I mean, and uh, Hannah Gadsby 
Is that her name? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Does a really uh, uh, does a much better job of articulating this. But the idea of like the Louis C.K.s of the world gets so people are so worried that he's not going to be able to pursue his talents. But it's <laughs> yeah. like, but what about the talent that was lost? Can't yeah. roll my eyes because hard of yeah. literally because of him. Yes. Yes. Like the women who are like, oh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to pursue that. Yeah. I'm stopping. Yeah. Why would I? Yeah. You know, it's so hard to, it, it makes me really angry. Um, so I did just a quick Google search on Joni Mitchell yeah. and I've got some bad news. No, what? <laughs> She's dead? <laughs> she, that's what I'm more. She might? I don't know. <laughs> you happened to Google at the moment of her. You oh killed her. You killed her with what? a Google search. I don't have a breaking news. What's, is... what's the, okay, bad news. She's not doing great. No, she's, she's not, not doing not, great. Not doing Am great. I, I was like, what does she have exactly? Can I read this? Yes. yes. This is one of my favorite songs that's playing right now. Joni Mitchell oh, yeah. claims, to, claims to suffer from a mysterious skin condition known as Morgellons disease. Mm. Um... The symptoms of this condition resemble those of people with certain mental health conditions who believe they are infested with parasites. Yes. Yes. You're saying this with a lot of uh, understanding. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> that I've heard. Uh, I, I, you're reminding me of this. That she. I didn't know. I thought, had a she lot had, of I thought she health. had a stroke, Joel. <laughs> I think, I think she, she did. did. Okay, two Ooh. things can be true. <laughs> <laughs> This album, nothing, cha- nothing can change this. Mm-hmm. Nothing can change this album, yeah. and it is. Like, I think this album is perfect. I do too. There's yeah. not a song on it that I don't love. Yeah. There's certain songs because this album is also very, very important to me. Like this is, mm-hmm. this is in my top. I hate, I hate doing a top ten or whatever because mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like I'm lying. But yeah, I, but what I, is I ten? This is, ten is yeah. like a construct. Yeah, exactly. so true. Um, <laughs> You've said it before. <laughs> <laughs> there's a few songs that I would just like put on. Uh, and a few songs that I wouldn't just like, I need to hear yeah. last time I saw Richard right now. Like, I don't have that. But from start to finish, this is a perfect album. It yeah. really and is. And it's on, in every format. I, I, I This is one of those albums where I'm like, I don't know when I got it. Yeah. I don't know when I got it on vinyl. I don't know, like, the first time I heard it. But it's just always been a part of me. And yep. I know when it became, like, very important to me. Uh, and that was, like, in college, it became, like, very, very important. Yeah, this is one of those albums that I think should be in every dorm yeah it's this one i can't remember what the other one oh carol king yeah tapestry yeah they should just be in every yeah. dorm with a record player and like yeah. just, mm-hmm. just listen just you'll, have that you'll eventually listen yes. yes and you'll learn everything yeah. i really like now um cooking to this album mm. Mm. yeah like, i i really or just Joni mitchell in general with like the, the chaos of the home at that hour oh yeah there's something about saying alexa Play Joni Mitchell. Already the- <laughs> there. <laughs> Sister. Again? Yeah. It's me in the right frame of mind. I listen to this in the winter. This is not a summer album for me. I don't. Oh, that's interesting. This is like, I, I like it to be cold when I listen to this album. I'll listen to it at any time. There's no like issue like putting it on for this and like just listening to it once. And I was like, Great. Anytime. Because there is one holiday song on this yes. album. Yeah. 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 Uh, River. That's my favorite. It's yeah. beautiful. Put it on. Put it on. <laughs> have the technology. Uh, but it's to me, it's like, oh, to be cold, maybe rainy outside. Like, this is, I don't have to be sad to listen to it or feel moody, but it is like, it puts you in better a place. Yeah. for that. And when I do introduce it to May, it's going to be, yeah. I mean, I guess I already did, but like, when, when we have our like moment. Yeah. In my brain, I have like designated times where That's I'm like, no, so man, wonderful. I but I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, time just happens. See, the way I think. And you don't get that. Like, I don't think all the things I want to do with that, where I'm like, this is going to be at this moment is when we sit down and listen to a record together. That's not going to happen, right. but hmm. it's going to slowly. So I, what I'm looking forward to, and it's honestly already started, is... Um, certain movies I'm like mm. ooh when we oh, can yes. watch Goonies on a Friday yes. night <laughs> like, yes. I'm really excited about that yeah. Yeah. and that's kind of already started that's amazing yeah it's pretty and it is pretty special yeah I 
wish I had a river so long I would teach my feet to That's the the most beautiful song. Uh, it's, it is it's, beautiful, and uh, it has so many covers. So so many beautiful covers of really? this song exist. Mm. Um, and my friend just played for me recently. Both sides is it both uh, sides now or both sides, which is not on this album. But it is it is so good. Oh, have you yeah. heard? And there's also the Circle Game. See, speaking of uh, yep. uh, Circle of Life. Oh. Uh, when, do, when do I get to sing today? <laughs> it's coming up. It's coming okay, up. Um, I wanted to play this because ever since you picked Blue, I wanted to play this, oh. which is and then we'll come back to case uh, of you. Uh, well, it's actually a case of you. The when she re-recorded it with the uh, the big band, which is the first. Have you heard the her album Both Sides Now that came out like in uh, oh, 2000? No, yes. uh, I don't think so. I, yes, this changed me. Oh my gosh! I'm and so it, you might hate it, uh, and I get it, but I mean, I think, I'm pretty positive I've heard Alexis played this for me. Who? Wait, who? Somebody's covering this? Oh, this is no, her. This singing. is her. Accompanied by a giant band. In 30 minutes. <laughs> Just before our love got lost, you said, I am as constant as a northern star in a city. Constantly in the darkness. The fact that she's older gives it just this yes. other way. It's still true. Yeah. It's yeah. still her. Her voice is lower. Uh huh. Now you like it. <laughs> A lot better. <laughs> in the blue TV screen light, I do a map of Canada. Oh. You said I am as constant as a northern star And I said Constantly in the darkness Where's that at? If you want me I'll be in the barn On the back of a cartoon coaster in the blue t- Oh, it's so good yeah. It's just great I drew a map of Canada I'm not very open to covers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not very I don't know. I feel like I get I I listen to things to death. Yeah. Like to destroy them and kill them. <laughs> and so I, they don't have a hold on me anymore, you know? Like yeah. if I really love something, I mean I did it with ha- the Hamilton soundtrack. Um and then if there's a cover and it's different, I, I a lot a lot comes up. It's hard. Do you have <laughs> yeah. it where you um, didn't realize you loved the cover first? Because I feel like oh. I feel like Romeo and Juliet, Indigo Girls. Like That's a cover. I, I didn't know it was a cover. It's Is a, that the uh, Dire Straits? What? Dire Straits cover. Yeah. And finding so like this out for the first time right now. That feels wrong to me to listen to the. It's actually a beautiful. Both versions are beautiful. And the Indigo Girls one is obviously. Oh yes, much this has happened. Yes, yes, this has happened one other time on the Donnie Darko soundtrack. Mm. There's a song. Um, oh, fuck. 
that it is a cover and I didn't know it yeah. and it shocked me. It always is like those, I, ha- I, heard, I hate having those moments because uh, it, it makes me feel dumb. Both, yeah. Both sides now I heard first is a Judy Collins song because yes. my mom was into Judy Collins. And my I'm, mom too, yes. That song blew my mind. Yes. yes. It's crazy love when somebody else can make it more now. It can, are you taking requests over there? Alexa! <laughs> <laughs> can we play both sides now? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I even have it. I also remember not really understanding what drinking a case of you meant. Mm. Yeah. You know, at that time, I was like, well. Even as drunk as you were. Yes. <laughs> I only have I just a didn't understand. Yeah. I am off the internet in order to do all this. So. Uh, well, okay. June, this is when you sing. Both sides I now. I don't have a great voice. <laughs> Lucky for us. I don't either. <laughs> Joel, you have a nice singing voice. I do. Think so? <laughs> I feel like I feel like you do. Is that not true? Thank you. I I think I could if I was singing a lot, but I yeah. don't. And I was just singing something yesterday in my studio, and I was like, boy, am I out of it. <laughs> <laughs> You have a nice voice. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It's a nice speaking voice, too. You do. It's just nice to be around you. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, I could drink a case of both of you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wish I could sing. I I think that with enough practice and stuff, I could, but I don't have enough. I don't have an ear that's like, I have to listen to things over and over. Although I'm happy to sing a song right now. We want you to. I mean, no one's stopping you. Here's the thing. <laughs> Only thing in your way. This is, is a hard one. So Joni Mitchell is actually a hard one for me to sing yeah. along to because it's oh. it's pretty high. It's flat. I mean, she's going from zero to hero. To yeah. yeah, in a in mid song. This know? is a yeah. great. I mean, every song I is best song alone for me. Yes, but like <laughs> the Indigo Girls, I feel like I can sing along to and sound yes okay. Yeah, you know they make it that way for us. They yeah. make us. They're very <laughs> yeah. inclusive, and it's so nice of them. So you're um, not playing both sides now. That's... I don't have it. I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you mean you don't have it? If we have the internet, we have access. He's off the internet, to, so, so, so it doesn't have interfere. Ding dings. Like... Oh, should I play it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ugh, she's just so good. There's so many Joni moments. I wouldn't even say I'm like the biggest Joni Mitchell fan. I'm not not a fan, but it's there's just so many moments of different songs for her that have different. I think Joel can plug it in though, or is that too disruptive? Make eye contact with me. Jesus. I mean, it's just blowing every songwriter out of the Absolutely. Water. Her lyrics are so good and so meaningful and so accessible while also not just being dumbed down. Like, mm-hmm. I can listen to a song and go, like, I understand what this song is about, which I can't do with most songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also, like, it's not just, like, this is a love song. or this Yeah. Is yeah. I remember with Blue, I... It's such a, like, lame teenage thing to do, but just wrote down the lyrics yes. in a notebook. <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> I'm gonna need this yeah. at some point. Yeah. I did that with uh, tried to write the script to Singing in the Rain. <laughs> a friend and I just tried to go That's from start so to finish. We'd start it and oh like watch it and transcribe it. Yes, we didn't yeah. understand that like scripts were different. Damn. This was in like seventh grade. We just like didn't understand that, and we loved Singing in the Rain so much. That's and so, so we would cute. like I have it somewhere with the first like just the first part of the opening because you don't commit. We we didn't yeah. do the whole script because yeah. it's. I, this is <laughs> I'm doing the same thing this is just I don't know this is also individual and it's revealing everything about each of us but I did this <laughs> but it was more on the music side and I was in a oh. band in high school but it was for With or Without You by you 2 amazing oh my god that is I think we all just gave ourselves well, to the we just gave and ourselves. the other thing yeah I mean I'll reveal something else too again I, I think I've admitted I was boy crazy I grew up in like a household nobody ever talked about sex nobody ever talked so no. of course I was like Same. Yeah. give me all the information I'm like crazy for it and I I don't know how old I was but I had a Fisher Price or a re- Fisher Price recorder yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I was so obsessed with sex as like a 6th grader 5th grader 
that I would f- try to find encyclopedias and look it up wherever mm. I was. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. like look up the words. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. just no, so I obsessed. I uh, that I then oh, sorry, oh, sorry the no, end no, of no, this is really more. embarrassing. Go, more. There is more. <laughs> is that I would just record myself saying the words <laughs> <laughs> on a tape, and then like I made it like the, just the word sex. Like it was so sad. I'm like, this is what happens when you don't educate children yeah, yes. they're it just like out. rabid it's and out. it's going to come out <laughs> yeah and, <laughs> and i would just record the words uh, like could you imagine on, your mom just oh, <laughs> pressing play sex <laughs> <laughs> i threw away your recorder and then i and then i made a really big deal out of recording an introduction that was a <laughs> That was a message to my sisters, which was like, if you are listening to this, I'll kill you. (laughs) We may have been the same person growing up because my thing is, it's very, uh, I never recorded it, but I, I couldn't say the word sex. And I, it's still hard. Like to, it's, it's very ingrained. But I would listeners. Uh, I, I just edited her <laughs> word together to make it sound because it sounded like four different words coming out. Uh, so sectional. <laughs> so did you well, grow up with a Catholic family? No, Jew- Jewish, but it wasn't Jewish, religious. Okay. But it was just we just didn't talk about it. But I, when we did need to, when I did need to say it, I would go in my head. I would say, "I'll be downstairs in two sex. like. <laughs> Like instead of saying, like I would have to like build it up to say it in a different context, <laughs> and then I could say it out loud. But I'd be like, um, oh just just get. Uh, I'm almost done. G- give me a couple sex. <laughs> like that's how I had to do it. So that's why I like. I've never heard anybody have to like hilarious. do the same kind of thing before uh-huh. to like practice saying it. But that's how I would have to do it in my brain. Is like build it up to something else and then say the word. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Actually, it's really sad. Like I'm like, this is what happens. <laughs> This we had the, is what happens. We had the sex talk. My mom and I had the, the or birds and bees, whatever, in front of the uh, Jane Fonda workout studio in Beverly wow. Hills. We were parked in front of it. I don't know why. My mom probably went in to buy like a tape. A, like I had a no idea she had VHS. a studio. I think, I think there was like a workout that, and like uh, we talked about it in the car there and it was so uncomfortable. See, I, th- I, I never it, even got a conversation. Mm. Which three girls, like, you're not even have a conversation yeah. with us. There was one book Oof. that my dad, like, you know how you used to cover textbooks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That my dad covered. And I think it was, like, a book for teens. And okay. it was not even handed to us. It was just sort of, like, around. And yeah. we all devoured it, devoured it yeah. of yeah. course. But that was the only there was one time I heard my mom say the word penis which was when I asked like what prostate cancer was and she was like cancer of the penis <laughs> and I was like ah! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I mean so, I mean and then of course like I hit my 20s and like lo- fucking lost my mind yeah. yeah you know so and was getting tested for AIDS on a, pretty much a daily basis <laughs> Were you? Um, this is what happens. Did you discover Judy Bloom at any point? Oh yeah, it was yeah. a huge Judy Bloom fan. We passed around forever in my sixth yeah. grade class. Did, have do you know of this? Do you know of this? <laughs> have I heard talk of it? Uh, yeah, I think we've talked about this before. What's yeah. the book? What was the book? Forever. Forever. Yeah. So is that the one where she her parents get divorced and she gains a lot of weight over the summer? No, that's okay. just as long as we're together. Uh, thank and that's you. my favorite. I love that book. Like of all time, I used to think I was Stephanie. Like. No joke. I loved that book. And I so related to it. Like her parents break up and she spends the whole summer eating. Yep. And then working out to videos. I remember at some point she's like, I got to get this shit together. She had a poster of somebody on her ceiling that she thought she named it was like some celebrity but she named him Benjamin Moore yes. after the paint because she really liked oh the, the name God. of the paint I truly like that book is the book I I've read the most read in my again. life it's so I have two copies if you want to borrow one I want to read that it's real good did you guys feel like this album has sex in it like blue I never it's thought very of that subtle. I think when she play I, I'd heard this the first time this morning when she says you play that chord. Oh, so oh, I'm like, mm. I, oh, okay, I've okay. I'm gonna look. I, I actually, that's those Joel. That's so crazy. You say that. The, that section. Those are my favorite Joni Mitchell lyrics. Sex Pause, please. I'm gonna. Shun. I'm going to look that up. 
Um, I think it's in that. He's the warmest chord I ever heard. Mm. Play that warm chord. Play and stay, baby. I mean, Jesus. Again, those were lyrics I didn't quite understand. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I didn't until right now. (laughs) No, I'm not even kidding. I never even put any thought into it that it was sexual. I listened to this. It's not blatant. I think you could also interpret. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. But I just, it never even like. I take a lot of things at face value, and I'm sure if I, if somebody was like, "Read these lyrics. What do they mean to you?" I'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> yes." But I think I never. You thought he was talking it's, about I've just known this cord. album for so long <laughs> that I never like. Yeah. yeah. Like I was saying, like just listening to Lil Green this morning, I was like, "Oh, this is about the baby she gave up, you know, or whatever." I, like, I, I, I and, like, but I that. never thought about it yeah. until then, unless it's like, think, unless it's super like Case of You, very yeah romantic. I'm very into you like that. Uh, I get it. Yeah. Or California. I get it. <laughs> certainly get it. Well, I like her lyrics are so rich that sometimes you'll hear one line a song and it it it, yeah. it, it invests yes. or attaches itself to you when you've heard it for years. And that one in particular, I heard. Yeah. Um, the last time I saw Richard sounds like straight up a like a Smith's title. Yeah. The last time I saw Richard. <laughs> also, it's just very uh, like freestyle writing. It feels like she's yeah. just like in a cafe and was yes. like, you know, what? I'm just gonna like let my thoughts go and see where they take. Well, me. I remember hearing on this on my on my old man. Um, we don't need no piece of paper from the city hall yeah. keeping yeah. us tied and true, and being like that idea as a young woman was was kind of revolutionary. Yeah. 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 yeah that's like. Like, and that's oh, counterculture. It's like we, for I, sure. That's why these. This is a the counter countercultural movement. Uh, those songs resonate because you're all, like so, we're always going through that kind of yes. stuff, particularly as kids. Yeah, Re- rejecting our parents and and. Do you have a favorite song on this album? I know it's it, that this album feels like a very hard question to answer. That's yeah. really hard. So you, if you don't, it's okay. Every one of these songs you swoon at. You know, I yeah. I, l- I love everyone. River for me is the personal one. Yeah, I think Case of You is like the oh, masterpiece of the yeah. one of this whole. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I every one of these is California is like yeah that one is is so specifically like I traveled. My um, going to my senior year of college with some friends, and this was one of the only CDs I brought. So, like, but especially like this one where it's like sitting in a park in Paris, mm-hmm. France, and like mm-hmm. it's just all about traveling mm-hmm. and like met a man on a Grecian Isle. We went to mm-hmm. a Grecian Isle. I was like, mm-hmm. we're living California. Like, it was just such a cool. Oh yeah, that's that, cool this, one. that opening line of California struck me as being like this. It's so sad how she talks about the peace and love movement, and like it just yeah didn't go right. You know yep. whatever. Or is it in California? Reading the news says? and it sure looks bad. They won't give peace a chance. It was just a dream some of us God. had. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. And just how that pretty, yep. yeah. It's too old and cold and settled in its ways here. The other thing about this yeah. album that I think is so you special is how clear. Singing, Joel? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> The other thing we that's special you. about this song is that Joni Mitchell actually sings it. Uh, no, it's just how c- clear. It's like she's singing right next to you. Like the sonically, it's, yes. just, it's like yeah. she's right clear next to you. Clear as a bell. Yeah. Is that, I mean, you seem to know a lot of this technical stuff. Like, what is that? Why is that? I, I think because she didn't need to any anything else. Ah. Uh, and so they just didn't add anything. Yeah. And her voice is so perfect. Mm-hmm. She has so, so much control over mm-hmm. it, I think. Oh, mm. This whole album could just, it, it, in the right mood, can I will just sob through it. Yeah. It's yep. just, yeah. like, even just sitting here for this moment, I'm like, Ugh. See, it doesn't make me sad, and mm. so many things make me sad. Emo- emotional, I would say. Okay. I did say sob, but like it's just like emotions. It's breaking yes. all the time, yes. all yes. the years, and then that feels good just sometimes. her voice. Yeah, yeah like yes. I wouldn't even say sad because I can listen to this in summer. I could listen to this cooking. I could listen to this like, but and maybe it is leaning towards sad. It's definitely not like. I mean, you're joyful. you're crying. Yeah. <laughs> you have tears to streaming me, this down is your good face. Beach volleyball <laughs> album. No, I mean, I Slam. guess the, I feel like it's it's so tender to yeah. me. Like mm. it's so kind of like sensual and just I I I I think of it as just such a 
It's so beautiful. Yeah. It doesn't really make me feel sad. The other line that she, we should probably wrap up, but where's the, the guy that she meets just takes her camera and sells. Yeah. <laughs> but she doesn't. Yeah, yeah. it's so good. Uh, we should probably head into what we learned today, yes. unfortunately. Because unfortunately. I don't want to stop. I know. I truly, I think we could we keep talking about this yeah. album for <laughs> a long time. I mean, I'm, I've stopped speaking. I'm just listening. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, what the, li- streaming that's what the listeners. <laughs> that's what your listeners want, right? Just three people <laughs> <laughs> quietly humming along. Yeah, and going, oh, this line. <laughs> <laughs> they keep coming back for more. <laughs> um, what did I learn today? I learned how tall. <laughs> How tall you were as an eleven-year-old. I know. Well, just picture picture you. me right now. Mm-hmm. Drink it in, Joel. <laughs> picture me now. Just imagine me saying, "Hi, I'm 11. <laughs> Where's my like, basic and I math mean class? Full like uh, this. This was it. Full height. Full everything. This is an eleven-year-old sitting before you. That's insane, right? Yes. So. What did that affect you and your girlfriends? Like your, your. Well, it, I was also taller than so many teachers. I mean, I was barely in middle school. I, and from 10, so from 10 to 11, I grew six inches. That must have been so painful. In a year. It was. And I remember just. should have been drunk. I remember lying in my bed in pain. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. And the pediatrician. It's also an area I blame my parents for, like not taking me to a gynecologist. Yes. Like I was at a pediatrician's office at like 19 years old. Yeah. I just, we were always going to the pediatrician. You want some more chewables? Yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> and, but I remember him saying, this is a, this could be a record, the amount you've grown. Yeah. And That's my mom telling, of course. No. And my mom telling everyone I had a growth spurt and hating that. that word. <laughs> it was so spurt. terrible. Like I've had, I've had a spurt. Oh <laughs> yeah. No, it is informed every, yeah. it's, 100%. it's the, yeah, yeah, it's the, one of the key, um, ingredients. Yeah. Wow. Um, what did you learn, Deborah? What did I learn? I learned. I I just really enjoyed the Fisher Price recorder story oh, so much. So I, sad. But like, part of just the process. It's never going to be because it, it. I know this now, but like, it, it is always like I never had a spurt. I never. You still waiting for one? I am. Like my. <laughs> I never was like there are my boobs. Like it never right. happened. I got my period real late. Like all of it, it just like never yes. happened the way it was supposed to, or whatever. And so it, it is so interesting to like. There's never a right way. I don't know, but the. Uh, actually, you know what? I never knew you were a theater kid either. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I never knew that. I didn't what? know. Assumed. I should. Yeah. yeah, it's not like I'm not like fallen out of my chair shocked Mm -hmm. but to know like you fell in love with it that early and like uh and I I loved hearing about this guy he was like a boy that for my girl like my girlfriends he wasn't a lacrosse player like they didn't see what I saw Mm. you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. he was in he was gorgeous but not in the way that was like prescribed in my dumb town you know um yeah Can i ask a very cynic, like a totally cynical point of view because i'm i'm fascinated with yes. it and i'm like impressed i know do you think that was his oh wow it sh- well he didn't so nothing happened i know I mean, that's he what didn't, ma- he didn't but do. also i was pretending to be asleep for most of the night because i was terrified yeah right. so i yeah, i don't think it was he was pure. I think he genuinely. I mean, there was enough like chemistry or whatever it was between us that we were we were definitely snuggled up together yeah. under a blanket together, but nothing happened, and it was so. But that like terror of like, oh my god, mm. what's going to happen? Is something going to happen? I'm so scared. I'm obsessed with him. You know mm-hmm. that thing was yeah. so intoxicating and. And the it's fact in love that he with, didn't take advantage happened. of that. Like, yeah, do you I think know. He, I mean, I am someone to be taken advantage of. Let's <laughs> be very clear. 
No, but in some ways it was better. It was like... 100%. Yeah. That's, most of my crushes were that, where I was like, I found something about the person that most other people didn't like or care about or whatever. And I was like, this person is perfect to me for that time when I was in love with them. And then looking back, like, I'll look at pictures of some of the boys I had crushes on in high school. And I was like... (laughs) Really, Tyler? We've talked about yeah. Tyler before. Uh, like where, like oh, this was Tyler. like. Well, oh, it just doesn't make it doesn't, it make, doesn't sense. make sense. It doesn't make sense, and it doesn't need to because you're in love sure. with love. You're in love with like yes. The second you're like, this is the person, and then it it just like takes over from totally. there. Totally, and it's and I look back at it now, and I'm like, oh, he was you you idiot, June. He was someone to get to know clearly yeah right, right but I couldn't I was not capable of like right it was too pain that my crushes at that point and obsessions and like boy craziness mm-hmm. was so painful and so like virginal you know what I mean yeah. like mm-hmm. I was just like in that yeah um, I was like, I nothing will ever happen. I will just spin out into a yeah. in, out into outer space. Um, yeah, but did you, uh, seems like a back, great guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> did you learn? Maybe that's what you learned. I, I should definitely try to find out where he is. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Though. What you should did look I him up and just see? Uh, hmm. I'm not. I don't really do that because yeah. it, it also leads. It's nothing. Uh, it's nothing, it's and I'm like, like I prefer to. <laughs> I surprisingly, it's, it's so not. I, I sh, I'm the type of person who would actually, but for whatever reason, I'm like, oh, leave it there. Leave yeah. it there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's also it's my instinct. There's no elite. Yeah, find him yeah. with a maga hat. I on. mean, exactly. Yeah. What I've learned. I mean, I will never forget. I'll be down in two sacks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to have? I'll be down in two sacks. <laughs> teach your kids <laughs> when you're too afraid to say a word it is it's so funny Deborah. it's truly how my brain had to do it in order to be able to say the word sex like I just couldn't I just couldn't it's so funny it's like the king's speech I'll be down in two sacks oh I'm proud of it I'm proud of it <laughs> June Diane Raphael is an actress, author, writer, and podcaster hailing from Rockville Center, New York. She can be heard on the podcast, How Did This Get Made?, and is best known for her role as Brianna Hansen on Grace and Frankie on Netflix. Most recently, she co-wrote the book called Represent, The Woman's Guide to Running for Office and Changing the World. June Love, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I loved this. Thanks for listening to this particular album is very, very important to me. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at this particular album. Follow us on Twitter at particular album. The show is produced by me, Deborah Tarika, Ryan Middledorf, and everyone at Campfire Media. Artwork by James Mulholland. Music by... Ugh, stop talking about yourself. See you next time. My name is Will Himes, and I am a ghostwriter, meaning I write other people's books for them. And I have a podcast called I Will Write Your Book, which are recordings of my meetings with my eccentric clients, such as a woman blocked after one sentence of a children's book about her dogs, a romance novelist who dislikes sex, and a man proud of having sampled everything in his local grocery store. This podcast has been described as fully improvised, played by some of the best comedians on the planet Earth. Hey, that's pretty good. That's I Will Write Your Book on Campfire Media. Campfire.